see, this is the thing. It is just the thing. It's like the, it is the most vague noun possible. Cause I was on, I was on a zoom call with my coworkers and we're waiting for like one of the guys to come in and we were talking about how like, uh, how my hair's growing out and ooh, I was supposed to go to the salon and get my grays colored out. And we're waiting for one of the guys to show up and we're like, well, what's his beard status like this week? And I'm like, he's going to come in and he's just going to look like Kurt Russell and the thing. <laughs> you know, know i'm alone kurt i've only russell. said like three things today kyle how about kurt russell we'll just find a good gif of kurt russell ego the living planet uh let's see that's a good what's a good gif of kurt russell Let's do. Let's do. I'm your dad, Peter. Since you said ego, the living planet. <laughs> he may be his father, but he ain't his daddy. Right. Okay. Tweet has been tweeted. Funkier than a mosquito's tweeter. There we go. Okay. Uh, Melissa. Let's get the show on the road. Yeah. Oh, sure. Let's, 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 do, let's do this here podcasting thing. Um, week three. Stay at home. Yeah. We, uh, we, well, Virginia finally got our stay at home order this past week. Uh, we got it on Monday. Actually, let's see if I can pull it up. I believe it's until like June 10th. This is devastating to me, and I don't even live there. It's just devastating to hear about. Yeah, let's see. I think I texted my mom what the date was. Yep, Virginia just got a stay-at-home order until June 10th. Ugh. Uh, which, I mean, we were already kind of self-isolating, doing all of that stuff, but then... This came in on Monday, and it was just like, whoa, that was, uh, th that seems a long time. Yeah. Um, which I, I guess what they're doing is being like, hey, let's put it out, well, like, put the date far out and then hope for the best. Because yeah. they can always just be like, oh, okay, we're done. You guys can go meet people again. <laughs> Yeah, class is dismissed early. Right, yeah. Um, so that was strange. But it was also my roommate's birthday on oh, yeah. Monday. So we, we had a, uh, like a household barbecue. Uh, we invited one person. Mm -hmm. And then I, I think one other person stopped by briefly, but then was just like, okay. We're at, like, full capacity here. <laughs> yeah. So, it, it was good. It was fun. We had some drinks. We had some steak. We had some chicken. Mm. We played some giant Jenga. Ooh. It was good fun. Uh, now, how big? How's, taller than... Well, the, the wood pieces are, like, that big. <laughs> like, made okay. out of a two-by-four. So, they're all, they're all, like, what, a foot long? Something like that mm -hmm. so. approximately sandwich size but did the tower how tall did the tower get the tower if it's on if it's on the floor it's pr probably up to my ribs that's good for starters it's it, it, it's a <laughs> homemade set where the the, the pieces are are like Maybe two, three inches thick and about a foot long. And they each have, mm -hmm. uh, or, or not each, but some of them have instru instructions like take a drink or give someone else a, a drink mm. or everyone drinks. Uh, and then wow. I think there's specific ones for like, Bobby, take a shot. Uh, and stuff like that because it's our, it's our set so it's you know it's gonna be us specifically to yourself yeah yeah it sounds God, take a shot. 
It's good. It's fun. But what have you been up, up to this past week? Ah. Uh. Oh, as a treat, my mom dropped off some bread co on my doorstep okay. and I Good gave stuff. her a bag of laundry to do because this is what stresses me out. We don't have in-building laundry. We have two laundry centers for the whole apartment complex, which is a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's plenty of machines in there. It's very good. It's it's great amenities any other time but i'm like i don't know if i'm supposed to go in there in this incredibly shared space that a bunch of other people are all touching on normally i do laundry at my parents house i'm like well i can't go to my parents house i feel like a baby but maybe i just give them my laundry and they do it and i pick it up i they put it on their doorstep and then i go get it so hopefully unless my Hmm? Your parents are retired, right? Yes. So, that, I mean, I, I guess not to sound like a brat, but, like, <laughs> they don't have much to do, right? Like, they're, I mean, they're just staying at home anyways. That might give them something yeah. to do. Like, I know my mom doesn't mind, but it's like a, a pride thing. Like, no. I can do my own laundry. I just cannot be in any laundry facility. Yeah. But now I'm starting to get worried. Like, what if there's germs on the clothes and I have to do my laundry in the bathtub for the next two months and just let it air dry? What if my clothes never get dry? What if I'm just slightly damp for the next two months? (laughs) Walk into, walk into, into your Zoom meeting. Sit down, and there's this big. You'll 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 have to get one of those like next week, soaking wet. Yeah, it's gonna be disgusting. You'll 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 have to invest in those like personal size washer and dryers that have the like foot pedal thing you'll have to see if you can get one of those but i don't want to spend the money on something i'm probably not going to need for that long i don't know maybe i can give the laundry maybe maybe I, i send the laundry home and i tell my parents they can't do it they have to make my brother do it because his immunity's better but then it's like, well, do I want my brother washing, you know, washing all of my underwear and yeah. <laughs> lady things? Normally, it would make my mom do that. See, these are struggles. <laughs> I mean, you're it's all just family. Ah, I don't know. It's like we're all yeah. having tough times enough. I don't also <laughs> see. I would have washed my own underwear like a grown up. <laughs> Uh, it's still crazy times. I I think uh today I saw the CDC said something about like hey it's probably best that we all start wearing masks when you're outside now. Who knows? I I we'll... I didn't look to see if that was actually tr- true or not, but. But how how are we supposed to get any? You're not allowed to have them as a private citizen. Yeah, you are. I mean, not like ethically. Not unless you have a real good reason. Like, just Joe anybody isn't supposed to have a face mask. Those are for doctors. You can get them at, well, when they're in stock, you can get them at, like, wall greens and stuff. It's not, like, illegal contraband. No, it's not illegal. And, like, in the general life, yes, you can. But now it's, like, those are only for doctors. Why is anybody in a household having these? I'm I'm not kidding. Yeah, but, like, they're so scared having 10 of them. Having 10 of them is hoarding them. Like, I watched a video today that's like, yeah, please start wiping down every item that comes near home. Which And, like, my mom brought over a DVD my brother wanted to lend me, so I wiped that that down. But it's like, if you go to the grocery store and you buy 10 cans, uh, wipe down every can, wipe down every box, wipe down everything. And it's like, yeah, you know, even if you're inside by yourself all day, just wipe every surface in the apartment every day. Yeah. And I'm like, there's not enough wipes in the world to sustain this. Like, well, there, hey, maybe there's you all can these take messages your wet... about 
clothes and put them to good use. <laughs> no, it's a terrible cycle. I feel like we're getting so many messages about like, now be frugal with your supplies. Like everybody has to have some to share. So if you don't need it, don't use it. And then it's like, just everything, all the supplies, everybody should be having all these supplies. I'm like, I'm not, you just told me I wasn't allowed to have supplies. Where am I supposed to get these? A Lysol wipe doesn't grow on a tree. This just in, don't breathe. Stop breathing. Breathe once an hour. Crazy times. So, uh, in in kind of more light-hearted news, more fun stuff, you and I have uh, almost... I mean, we've basically figured it out, but we are going to be doing our Patreon-exclusive episode of the Jackbox Party Pack stuff this next week, next Wednesday. Yes. We did a practice run this week. Yeah. We tested it out, and we had a lot of fun. It was good. It was more testing than I would have hoped, but in the end, we were just like, you know what? Let's just... Let's just play a couple games. We don't need yeah. to like see if we can record this and all of the, all of that stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And and we did, and it was fun. Um, but I, I think we have everything all all set for this this next week, and we will officially record it and put it up on Patreon uh, for whoever wants to go check it out yeah. at the three dollar tier or higher. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, but I I had never played any of the Jackbox party. She was games. real surprised. You were. You were like Kyle. How dare you? Like, oh, I am so offended. Kyle, how dare you? <laughs> Kyle, you got. If I have ever behaved like this once, I need you to write this down on a piece of paper and mail it to me, and I will take the risk of germs. <laughs> I was just surprised because, you know, you're you are Game Boy and like your roommates seem to be fairly social. You told me of gatherings that they advanced host Game Boy, a Game Boy Advance. You are a Game Boy Advanced. <laughs> <laughs> I I was surprised you had never uh, sure, sure. Maybe you don't own it, but the fact that you had never been at any kind of social gathering where anybody had pulled this out. No. No, wow. I, I I had uh, heard people talk about it, especially since I listen to a lot of video game podcasts, uh, and we now have one here at the Whatnots. Uh, you guys can go check out cr- Crossplay on your favorite podcasting platform of choice. Just type in the Whatnots, and all of our shows will pop up right there. Um, but yeah, like it, it was just it. It it, it was it's it's absolutely a party game of like hey we have 10 mm-hmm. people here let's put on some jackbox and do some stuff uh yeah and i like i'm not a party person we've we've had them mm-hmm. we've had some parties and get togethers at our house from time to time uh but i'm always kind of the odd one out because i know no one there uh, or at least it's like I know you guys because I know like you're friends with my roommates and stuff. But it's just like mm-hmm. I, I basically just stay home all day. Like I don't really know anyone. <laughs> like I don't have very many friends. <laughs> well, now you have this. This is a perfect icebreaker. People do yeah. love Jackbox. Yeah, you can pull this out at a party. You have an activity. Exactly. We can we can play some uh, Quiplash. Which is what we did, and then we did some TKO. Yes. Uh, which Two I, I had no idea what that one was. And you guys were like, Kyle, I bet you guys would be, you, I bet you would be good at this one because you're making t-shirts. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I don't know what that means. Uh, and then, mm-hmm. and then we played the game. And I was like, oh, okay, now I, now I, uh, I understand. <laughs> I I get that reference. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. It was fun. Yeah. It was fun indeed. I I, th- I think we got what uh the Jackbox Party Pack three. Three. Is the one we decided Six to has got... go with. 
Three, yeah, because th- three is the one with TKO and it has a quiplash. I think the first three versions of quiplash. I think version six has joke boat, which I also really love. Joke boat, I've only played it once, but I really liked it. Joke boat is the premise is that you're all like hacky stand up comedians on a uh, like a fourth rate cruise ship. <laughs> and the, you throw just a bunch of <laughs> nouns, like just a bunch of phrases type out a bunch of suggestions to start with and gives you like these uh classic corny joke uh outlines like i like my men like i like my blank and then you have to take all of these suggestions you and your friends wrote and like plug them in (laughs) i played it once where uh and so you complete the set and then you write a punchline to whatever it is like I remember when I played it, the it was I like my sex like I like my blank, and the word that I pulled from the word bank, my friends did lollipops. So, <laughs> so my phrase, my entire joke was, I like my sex like I like my lollipops, easily obtained at a Six Flags gift shop. <laughs> Think about it, Kyle. You think about a Six Flags, what do you think about? Tons and tons of the giant rainbow lollipops. Yeah. At, at gift shops and, around like, the world. Superman on it. Yeah. Giant lollipops. I, 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 Im- my mind immediately went to like doctor's visits or like when you go to a bank and <laughs> there's a kid in the seat. No, and- hold on. I have to stop you right there because I remembered a better example of okay. this joke, <laughs> of this, of the types of jokes that this game makes you build. So Jack told me she was playing with this with some friends. This is all credit to her. And the joke pitch, the you know, basic framework was, I'm so old, I remember when blank was blank. And you were just supposed to plug it, take the word bank word, and then write the second word all on your own. Sure. And one of the options was Slenderman. <laughs> And the joke she wrote was, I'm so old, I remember when Slenderman used to be Toby McGuire. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's good. That's good. I like it. I like it. I like it. Did have, Speaking of Slenderman... Did you okay. ever watch all of those like original Slenderman stuff? No, the, but I've like, been thinking about it. Like I've got a friend was, who I watch horror what, movies with. Marble Hornets yeah. was the name? Yeah. I've thought about just doing a night of stuff like that instead. I so uh back when we first started the whatnots, um I Paul and I were were coming up with some ideas. Our first like couple podcasts that we recorded weren't very good, um, and so the the what is episode number one of what used to be the Whatnots podcast um, is not actually the first one that we recorded. Uh, but mm-hmm. on on that first one, we talked about the Black Tapes podcast as well as Marble Hornets and stuff because yeah. Paul and I were discussing different things we could do and we could talk about, and we hadn't really come up with the idea of like, hey, what about each week we just pick like a new movie or a new comic or it's, you know, it's basically a book club. Um, and so it was still like a hodgepodge of, of things. But that was one of the things he had mentioned was like, there's these like YouTube shorts and they do all of these like interactive um like media story thing that I don't really know how to mm-hmm. describe it. Uh, but he mentioned all this, 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 the Slender Man stuff. Um, and so one day while I was at work and there was nothing to do, I just went on YouTube and watched them all. And those things are horrifying. Yeah. So scary. <laughs> they're so weird though, too. Like they're, I've they're, never they're seen any of them. The right ways. Good, good. So and and yeah, and that was like at the same time that I had been discovering the Black Tapes p- 
podcast and stuff. And so it was this whole idea of like, I like these narratives that present themselves as real, even mm-hmm. though they're not. Um, yeah. It was good. 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 I liked it. Shout out to Slender Man. Shout out to Toby <laughs> Maguire. Yeah. I hope they're <laughs> both doing okay. <laughs> we did. Uh, also, speaking of Toby Maguire, we did just have our 100th episode of the review show uh, in, mm-hmm. in which we watched Spider-Man 2 and Captain America, the Winter Soldier. And we compared and contrasted them. Yeah, this was fun. Both our contestants for the best superhero movie. Yeah. Pitted them against one another. That was a lot of fun. It was. Yeah. Oh, you're, you're finding opportunities for every plug tonight. It's like it, I'm not it, doing it just... a housekeeping section. I'm just going to worm these into every part of the conversation. It just happened <laughs> to work like that. <laughs> I, I, I was the one that brought the boy up. <laughs> Should have known what I mean, was coming. With 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 these segues, you would think I I I'd have been podcasting for like four or five years, but I'm still usually not that good at it. <laughs> so I'm like, yes, I'm on a roll. <laughs> it's good. It's fun. But but yeah, 100 episodes of the review show. That's sweet. Yeah. It's a a good accomplishment. Yes. It's something. For sure. (laughs) I don't know anyone uh, else who made 100 episodes of any podcast. I I know we kind of mentioned them at the end of that. At the end of that episode. But did did do do you have like a favorite moment or two or two or favorite a- episode of the review show or just one you look back on fondly? I really liked our episode on Little Shop of Horrors, which I pitched because it's one of my absolute favorite movies. Sure, like one of my favorites as a child. Love it now as an adult. And you told me you didn't really know musicals, so I wanted to pitch you a musical. Right. And you, we started recording, and you came to the table with, like, okay, Stanley is Poison Ivy. Audrey, Audrey is Harley Quinn. The dentist is the Joker. This is all a Gotham City story. Right? It could happen. It could happen. <laughs> it, it has to be out John there Candy somewhere on. Penguin. What was that? John Candy's. Yeah. <laughs> but like it that has to be out there somewhere like someone has thought of that before me i'm sure and like wrote in some or written uh some okay, look english is hard uh-huh. Melissa, okay um there has to be some fanfic or something like that out there i don't know let's see a couple other favorite moments that i have i don't think i mentioned on that Mm -hmm. episode uh back from october 23rd harrow county volumes one and two uh was a really good one yeah that was a fantastic horror comic um that that we we read and the it's it's written by colin bunn and arts by tyler crook uh and the, the art is fantastic i i it's love real that, good. that art it's a good one for sure um let's see i also wanted to give a shout out to the one that jams p- pitched your brother uh sweetness mm. and lightning yeah which Very is cute. i think yeah maybe the cutest anime that i've very wholesome scene might not be one that i would typically watch or enjoy but it was just Mm -hmm. adorable it was so cute yeah so that was good and it was fun that one's all about a father trying to learn to cook for his daughter who is like Mm -hmm. five years old 
Yeah. Yeah. That was good. That was fun. So cheers. Yeah, good. Cheers to us. Yeah. We sure did something. We sure did. Uh, Melissa, we have an update yeah. on Artemis Fowl. <laughs> you found this news article that is specifically about Artemis Fowl, not about like film uh, delays in general, things postponed, things moving to streaming, and Artemis Fowl's footnote. It's an Artemis Fowl specific article, which is. <laughs> I feel like personally for me, like, oh, good. Somebody else is also concerned about this film. Shout out to Jesse Shading. I, I believe that's how you pronounce their name uh, at IGN, who who wrote the article we are talking about. But uh, yeah, we, we are both super excited for the Artemis Fowl book or the m m m movie. Because it was a childhood favorite of both of ours. And yeah. it's just, it, it is one of these movies that has had the worst luck um, with <laughs> release dates. For no good reason. So it, the book comes out in 2000. At the back of the book, there's a little thing saying like, can you break the fairy code running throughout the pages? If you can, you could win a part in the upcoming Artemis Fowl movie. This, it says, in the year 2000. This thing is in development hell. Like, the rights get shuffled back and forth. Like, finally, a couple years ago, it was like, Disney is locked in on the thing. They're going to get Kenneth Branagh to direct it. And I'm like, oh, good, perfect. This was scheduled for last August. Then, due to Disney Fox merger stuff, they had to, like, they had a lot of movies that they were obliged to release within a certain schedule, and they only need so many time slots. They're like, we're going to push back hard on this foul. Yeah, Which was the pushed back to May, a, a time when nothing is happening, and, and so now they're going to put it on Disney Plus. Which honestly yeah. works out better for me. Like this isn't something I need to physically see in a theater. It's not like, oh, I'm going to go see the new uh, Guardians of the Galaxy movie. I'm going to put on my space dress. You know, it's not like, <laughs> oh yeah. The community, we're all here together. We've all been waiting for this thing. This is a uh, a childhood favorite book of mine, and I don't know what the audience is anymore. Like I, I would love. I hope that it has caught on modern kids. But it's gonna be weird if I, I go so. in there super pumped at 29 years old among all of these nine year olds that are also super pumped for. Movie, but I'm like that theater energy is gonna be weird. So I'm very. It kind of works out better for me that they're putting it on Disney Plus, where it's like I can watch this in the privacy of my own home. I can freak out about it as much as I want. Watch it over and over again. Rewind it. Pause it. it notice all the it. Easter eggs. All the things that come directly from the book. Yeah. Like this is. I'm sorry, it can't be released in theaters. This is the the better scenario for me personally. <laughs> Yeah, so what what was interesting to me is, if I'm not mistaken, I think this is the first movie that was supposed to be out this summer that has now been officially just like, hey, we're just not going to release this in theaters I, anymore. The it's coming to... The article mentioned some other ones, didn't it? I think it's really? the first. Um, read that. It might be the first one, like from a Disney studio, that's being moved online. But I think I have heard of other ones. It's like that's going directly to streaming, or was in theater. Uh, I don't see like, any ones that are. Weeks. I don't see the article mentioning ones that are going directly to streaming. There are a bunch that have gone on to like video on demand. Um, where it was like, oh, hey, you, you can. Oh, that's that's what you're talking about. It. The yeah. different. Okay. Um, but no, this is the first one that it's like, hey, we're just canceling the theatrical release altogether. It's gonna be on Disney Plus. That's it. Um. But but yeah, uh, this stuff like Onward, um, was out on video on demand and i believe today the day that we're recording this it just went on to disney plus as well um so it's an it's an interesting okay one. okay i understand yeah i'm looking at the article again 
you're right. There have been things that have moved from theater to on demand, and this is moving from theater to streaming and skipping over on demand. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it is weird. Weird, weird times. Indeed. <laughs> you can't keep saying this, Kyle. Look, it's just, it's weird. It's weird times. Melissa. <laughs> weird times at COVID every, high. Every time you say this, it makes me feel more and more haunted. If you say it too many more times, I'm just going to become a ghost. I'm going to lose all of my bones. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, more movie updates that I at least want to mention. Mm -hmm. We got some... Oh, did did you did you say the the joke about the new mutants that I posted in our Discord? Film. Nobody deserves any of this. God. Uh, so we have a bit of an update on the Marvel uh Phase Four release schedule. Black Widow uh now has an updated movie poster saying it'll be out November sixth, twenty twenty. Uh, Eternals got moved to February 12th, 2021. Shang-Chi is now uh, May 7th, 2021. Uh, and this is, what is that one? Doctor Strange is now November 5th, yeah! 2021. Uh, Thor Love and Thunder is February 18th, 2022. Black Panther Perfect, 2. Perfect, but that one has been moved to a, a Valentine's Day sort of time slot. Yes, that is, that is a good time to go see Thor, Love, and Thunder. Um, Black Panther 2 is supposedly staying the same. I don't remember what it its original date was, but I read something that said I, I, I think it's the exact same. Uh, but then they have officially announced Captain Marvel 2 uh, mm. is coming out July 8th, 2022. Okay. And then I also they, they also just announced i don't remember the guy's name but uh ant-man 3 now has a writer oh uh, i don't i don't remember the person's name off the top of my head but they they have previously written for like rick and morty and mm. I, I think jimmy kimmel i think they've written some comics and and stuff like that so good stuff i'm solid um, yeah, I'm, I'm, look, I'm, it's, it's gonna be, we, we, we keep saying we don't know what's gonna happen with some of this stuff, but, like, all of the stuff that yeah. was in production now that is being, like, canceled or postponed mm -hmm. and stuff, um, like, I, it, it, it feels like come fall, if not winter, we're gonna have mm -hmm. a gap of stuff where there's just like not anything new coming out and it's just like well maybe we got the stuff that's pushed back um mm -hmm. but we might just have to find something on our backlog yeah yeah this is something i was wondering about like if there's a time when it is determined like if theaters are cleared to open back up before the next movie is cleared to release like if the the next movie that anybody has scheduled to come out, say it's like Wonder Woman in August, but it's like July where people decide, I think a theater could be open or the theater's just going to wait. <laughs> like are the yeah. movie studio is going to say like, Oh, a theater can be open again. Push something out there onwards back. How about bloodshot? Who wants to see bloodshot? Right. I'm curious how that's going to play out or if it'll be like, Oh, we can open again. Uh, we don't have anything, so we're just uh, re-showing Wizard of Oz. <laughs> we, we got the rights for Wizard of Oz because no, <laughs> no no studio was ready to release a movie without having press rollout first. Uh, you guys remember Wizard of Oz? <laughs> yeah. Who knows? I'd go to a theater and see anything. I would see like. I don't know if they could get like a solid 106 minutes of just Greg Marcus clips, but I'd see it. Yeah, like I today, I think, was the first day that I was really like, I just want to go outside and do something. Mm -hmm. Like I, I we're, we're on what, like the 
end of our third third week or at least for me like i've I've been inside my house for three weeks straight um except for in my backyard uh and today was the first day where i was just like i just i like i want to go get tacos and like sit down somewhere with someone i know and just hang out and grab a drink and and it's just like we can't (laughs) (laughs) i'm real sorry about it yeah oh well oh well indeed melissa what i I was just i'm just about to to (laughs) ask you about this 10th kingdom thing explain to me what this is once more you've mentioned it multiple times i think you've yes pitched it on the review show twice exactly (laughs) what is this this thing again (laughs) nobody knows what it is nobody does (laughs) i've pitched this the last two valentine's days for the review show that's the 10th kingdom was a television mini series that aired in the year 2000 i think on like cbs Okay. Remember when we used to have mini series before we just started calling all of them limited series, but a yeah. mini series would air like two hours a night for like five nights in a row. And at the end, you had 10 hours worth of something. This was one of those. I happened to see this thing. I latched onto it deeply. I found it on a VHS tape. I don't know how they fit the entire thing on a VHS tape. Because when you cut out all the commercials and everything, it is like seven or eight hours. Gotcha. Looking back in my mind's eye, that must have been a real low quality VHS tape. But I had it anyway. It wasn't a two taper like Titanic. It was one. Weird. Yeah. So this, I have. Trying to think back to like VHS and if there was ever like a, um, like, a, hey, we're making, like, double-sided magnetic tape now so that you can fit more on one tape. And I, I, I don't remember anything like that. Or, like, here's an extra thick boy. And it just has, like, a lot more, a lot more tape in it. <laughs> I don't know what I'd think if I found a VHS tape that just had the words extra thick boy written on the side of it. <laughs> what? <laughs> Who would star in a? M- oh shit! My chair just broke. <laughs> I'm the extra thick boy now. <laughs> Who is the extra thick boy now? Kyle, the answer is clearly Tommy Boy. Tommy Boy. Okay. Tommy Boy. I, Chris Farley. Yeah, I, okay. I meant. I mentioned John Candy earlier, and I, my brain still had candy blindness, where it's like, you can't think of any other fat dead men. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, it's a different guy. It's a different guy. It's Chris Farley. Chris Farley, the natural choice yeah. for Extra Thick Boy. Extra Thick Boy. <laughs> David Spade co-stars as Extra Thin Boy. <laughs> is, it, is, it, is this just the sequel to Black Sheep? What? Did you remember that movie? Oh, right. Black Sheep. Yes. Uh, I'm aware of it as a concept. I have not actually seen it. Wouldn't mind seeing it. Black Sheep. I've only seen like one scene from that film. I've never actually seen the entire thing. Um, but yeah, it's it's a 1996 American comedy f- film di- directed by Penelope Spiris, written by Fred Wolf, and starring Chris Farley and David Spade. <laughs> the two. Yeah. The dynamic duo. Two. Name name a better duo than Thick Boy so, and so Thin David Boy. David Spade is clearly the Sith Lord, and Chris Farley is the apprentice. <laughs> You've seen that 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 Star Wars YouTube video of the one guy with the lightsaber just like swinging it around wildly, and he's just <laughs> going crazy. <laughs> it's that extra Sith boy. Extra Sith boy. Exactly. Good stuff. All right, back to the Tenth Kingdom. 
something that was a major factor in my young adulthood. But because it was a TV miniseries that aired for one week 20 years ago, nobody knows what it is. Thankfully, I found it streaming on Pluto TV with Mm -hmm. a bunch of weird commercials, but for free. And I sat my roommate down, who had also never heard of the thing. Nobody has. And I showed this to her. Because I'm like, I need to return to this thing. It's been too long since I've watched it. I want to re-examine it, which is why I've pitched it to you twice. Like, this is one of the key texts of my life. Sure. And I think just as, like, you know, creative partners, you should know what that is. They're like, sure. yeah, this is a fun, goofy, weird thing. Let's see if Kyle will enjoy it. And you have picked it not. So I had to watch it on my own, and now I recap it to you here. Okay. okay. What this is. There's a kingdom where all of the fairy tales are real. All the fairy tales and folklore, everyone from Snow White down to Little Bo Peep, it's all real. Gotcha. And it's divided into like nine kingdoms. Like there's uh, Cinderella's kingdom, there's Sleeping Beauty's kingdom, etc. And there's these magic mirrors that let you travel throughout the kingdoms. (laughs) There is an evil witch who takes this prince that's about to be coronated and crowned into being a king, an evil witch takes this prince, swaps his mind with the mind of her loyal dog. Mm -hmm. Okay. So now the prince's mind is trapped in the body of a a golden retriever. And now the prince, the king of this, you know, of the fourth kingdom, it's going to be her loyal lapdog who's going to do whatever she says. Right. This is her plan. The dog runs away. She's like, somebody has to get that dang dog. So, so she sends out three trolls and a wolf man. He's like the human personification of the big bad wolf. He's sure. like a dashing guy who also has a tail sometimes. She's like, go out, get that dog. Were you looking I, to see if you had a tail? What was that? No, so I I broke my chair. <laughs> like, a, 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 like chair okay. Two minutes ago, when 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 you saw saw me be like, oh, I think I broke my ch- ch- chair, and then get up to like see what happened. I did. I broke my chair. Um, what do you broke? How much? Like if I lean back, it will yeah. completely flip back and like roll out from under me. It's bad. So I'm like, I don't Chairs want are to like nowadays. I'm sorry, I, I you broke your chair. It's all good. I, I I just don't want to lean back, so I don't like okay. fall back. But I like I don't want to like sit here slouching the the rest of the time. So I'm like sit up, Kyle. Do you got like be a, that this wolfman has a tail, and then you turn around. <laughs> In pursuit of this dog, they run through a magic mirror, a magic transport mirror, but instead okay. it takes them into a mysterious 10th kingdom. It's New York City. There in ah. New York City, there's this young waitress who the lives with her... The land of New York City. <laughs> New York City of the year 2000. <laughs> uh, there's this waitress who lives with her single dad. Uh, her mom ran away when she was a kid. They're both like lonely and bitter and jaded, but they have mm-hmm. each other and they count on each other and they love each other. And she's the sort of like, oh, yeah, I've I've had it with men and and we are good. Okay, we're back. Okay, technical difficulties. Melissa, you were just saying the Wolfman and the waitress <laughs> had a budding romance. Yes, and. He comes from this fairy tale world of like true love. Like he looks at her and it's like, it's love at first sight. I love this woman. I want to marry this woman. And mm-hmm. she's like, no, we just met. That's not how this works. And like, she's really cynical and he's really optimistic. And it's about those two like coming together and finding a middle ground between romance is dead and romance is all there is. Like, you know, they, like gotcha. they—it's a weird makeshift fairy tale ending that they do create for themselves, and like they travel throughout the kingdoms. There's the romance subplot. There's we got to get the do- you know keep the dog away from the queen. We have to figure out how to get the dog back into his own body. We have to find another magic mirror so that we can go through the mirror. We can get back to New York City. They cut and cover like all of these plots. They go to all these different like towns. Like they go to like a uh, sheep town. 
They go to Bean Town. When they go to Sheep Town, they have to, <laughs> they have to like enter a shepherding contest so that they can win a magic mirror to try and go home. The pacing is super weird because this is a mini series. <laughs> and sure, it's just yeah. the sort of like, we've got the, oh, no, we don't have the thing. Well, let's try again. And do we have the, no, we don't have it. Like, it's got this weird, looping, chunky pace to the thing. But it's super interesting. And looking back at this, I was surprised because, like, I love, as previously stated, I love this thing. Nobody talks about it. And I haven't seen it since I was in college. I haven't seen this in almost 10 years. Right. And I'm wondering, like, this is still good, right? Like, my brain didn't blow this up. This is good. Because I'm showing this to my roommate, and I hope she likes it. <laughs> and it paid off. She did. We had a good. lot of fun. She was the one who wanted to watch it just as much as I did. And looking back at this thing, it's so corny. But it's corny because it's really, really sincere. Like, it's completely earnest. Like, it's a little silly. Like, there's a part where they're, like, going through a dungeon. And there's, like, a this toad who's, like, one of the doors leads to death. And the other one leads to the way out. And you may ask me about the doors, but I always lie. And the dad's, like... Why? Why would you do that? Is that all you do? You sit here and you just tell riddles about the door? He's like, I'm going to find out which door leads to death. And he opens the door and he just throws the toad into it. And then you hear like burning and screaming. And he's like, well, that's it. We know that's the death door. Let's go through the other door and it'll get us out of here. Like it's got this like <laughs> wit about the fairy tales, but it's not cynical about them. Like it's it's really warm hearted earnest and looking at this thing it's 2000 so the cgi effects have aged but sure. there's so many really really good practical effects production the production values are through the roof on this i'm looking at it and i'm like everything looks exactly like what it's supposed to look like like in one of these towns they go to uh kissing town which is a town where everybody okay. falls in love all the time this is the type of story we're dealing with. They go to Kissing Town where everybody falls in love all the time. And while they're there, they go to a casino because they need to win money to buy a magic mirror at an auction. So they are in a casino in a magic romance-themed medieval fantasy town. So they okay. have to make a set for that. And you look at the set and you're like, oh, that's it. That is what that would look like. Like, it's... You, it's not like you took a regular casino and like put up like a knight and some heart signs or something like everything looks really well designed every bar they go into every tavern every castle i was amazed at how much effort went into this thing looking back this at is, it There's... this is reminding me a lot of kingdom hearts actually <laughs> actually uh, that's valid it is this, it's it's this thing where it's like these characters are just completely earnest the entire time and some of them are extremely optimistic and hopeful and just like yeah with the power of friendship we can do anything mm -hmm. and 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 then you have them just say these ridiculous lines like mickey mouse walks in the room with a black ro 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 robe on and is ho ho hood up yeah. and, and, and goes, did someone say something about the door to darkness? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, it's like, this is Mickey Mouse. What are you saying? What do you mean? I don't even know. <laughs> this is such an apt comparison. You're right. It is like, we took all of these things, we laid them all together, we put like a really sincere, heartfelt story in the middle of it. We mean everything absolutely genuinely this yeah. is so corny and you're looking at it and you're like this is corny but it's also absolutely believable and affecting and compelling like yeah. i am riveted by this and how silly it is yeah it is ridiculous there's videos i'm sure you can find on youtube or tiktok or something uh and it is yeah it's just like kingdom hearts clips 
out of context or or there there was one it was a tweet going around with the video and the tweet said this is why i can't tell my friends to play kingdom hearts and then it's just the like this video of all these dumbass lines of them just saying the stupidest things and it's just like what how does the how would you even work that into a an actual sentence in an actual story mm-hmm. like this makes no sense the thing <sighs> is is that kingdom hearts is a thing it's very popular they've made so many versions of it this is 10 hours of content from 20 years ago that yeah. maybe only i love me and my roommate now and it was so <laughs> formative to me i'm looking at this and I'm like i got a lot of like narrative sensibilities from this story and the romance between wolf and virginia is like that's it like that's my platonic ideal i'm looking at it and i'm like this is the dream husband this has huh? been my dream husband since i was 10 years old this show still has the most romantic thing i have ever heard in my life Maybe I ever will here in my life. I'm going to meet a nice fella. And I'm like, you have to best <laughs> this fantasy wolf man from a 2000 television miniseries. Well, you know what they say about Virginia. Virginia is for wolf men. So. Virginia is for wolf men. <laughs> God, the performances in this are really good. Like the wolf man. I don't. Is there? I don't a, imagine anyone that I know. Or is there like famous um, actors in this? Uh, Rutger Hauer plays the Queen's okay. Huntsman. He's pretty good. He's beautiful sure. eyes. Yeah. Uh, so the there you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, the Wolfman is um, Scott Cohen, who I don't think you know, but I imagine a person may know from being the hot teacher that Lorelai almost marries in the Gilmore Girls. I don't know it. I'm not a Gilmore g- girl. <laughs> but he's like, so he was used again as like classic heartthrob. The heartthrob man. In his performance, he's so over the top because he's this wolf. He's this wolf in the body of a man and he has a tail sometimes and he's always like jumping he takes several like full body leaps just to like get around he's always like scratching at himself you know like a like dog does or wolf does he's tearing at his hair he's got this luxurious like romance novel cover hair he's so handsome (laughs) and he's just yelling He's just jumping and yelling and everything he says is like the deepest emotion he has ever felt in his life. He's turned up to 11 the whole That's time. Next to just this woman who's like, okay, I, I just want to get back to my apartment. <laughs> it's so you kind of reminded me of something. Okay. Um, it's a little bit of a change of subject. No, oh, that's good. Like, I feel like I could yell about this forever, so you might as well stop me now. Um, you mentioned Rucker Hauer, which made me think of Blade Runner, which I watched recently because uh-huh. I watched, I rewatched that one before watching Blade Runner twenty forty nine for the first t- time, like yeah. last week. But I have kind of unintentionally been on uh, a Ryan Gosling kick. I, I, <sighs> I didn't mean to do this, but so I've, I've been keeping track of all the movies, TV shows, and comic books that I have been consuming in the year 2020. I'm making a okay. list. Like, this is all the movies. Solid goals. This is all the uh, TV shows, what seasons, what episodes... Uh, and then what what comics, what what issues and stuff like that. I watched Blade Runner 2049, yeah. which has Ryan Gosling. We then watched mm. Remember the Titans. And we the did. next movie I watched after that was Drive, starring Ryan Gosling. Uh, and immediately after that, I, pu- I put Only God Forgives in my Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> you so i've i've watched three 
so far, and I have a fourth one queued up, and I didn't realize it until I put that last one in my Netflix queue. I was like, wait, he's in that one too, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I don't know how that happened, but apparently that's a thing. <laughs> that's a good oh. streak to go on. That sounds nice. Yeah, I'd like to do that. I've I've heard the other guys is really good. No, it's not other the guys. is it the nice guys? The nice guys. It's him and Russell Crowe. Let me look it up. I think the, the nice other guys guy. was a TV show with Colin Hanks in it. Yeah. Do I have that one right? That is what it yeah, is. That is. It's like Ryan a nineteen seventies. Prime movie? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I kind of remember when this one came out, but I I don't think I... Yeah, I, I mean, I haven't seen it, but I, I thought this was more recent than 2016. No, that makes sense. Weird. Look, the p p p past three weeks have been like an entire decade. Right. <laughs> like they've they've said things um or just like news stories of 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 like hey remember when Dan DiDio left DC Comics? Yeah, feels like a decade ago. It was actually 5 weeks ago. And it was just mm -hmm. like holy shit. That right. happened. That literally happened 5 years ago, not so 5 weeks and it's just like we're so aged. I've I so I haven't rewatched Endgame since I saw it for the first time in theaters. Oh, wow. I had intended okay. to like go see it in the theater again, but like the night I picked out, there ended up being like really bad thunderstorms. I'm like, well, I'm not not gonna pay for a ticket if it looks like my power might go out in the theater, and I just haven't sat down with it like since it's been on home video, and I think mm -hmm. I'm going to soon. One yeah. because you know they're they're important to me, all of them. That would also but I think be that an interesting is... movie to re-release in theaters to like, hey, go here's a here's a special edition with the deleted scenes in there, or, or maybe they'll something. give us Fallout. Know. Yeah, yeah. Maybe this would be our time. We could just finally see Fallout in a theater just, for any just, of them. Like, I take any Mission Impossible. Just re-release some really great movies in the headers once they open up again with deleted scenes or uh, you know have it be the director's commentary or something um something like that would be really neat yeah yeah <sighs> yeah i i want to watch endgame again because i feel like endgame is the only movie close to where we are now because I've been watching Endgame, like, this is going to be really interesting to see how the MCU progresses in a world where every single living human being has been traumatized yeah. by the same thing. And I yeah. feel like that's where we are now. Like, well, what Pretty are much. we all going to do? Steve Rogers isn't here to lead us in a support group, so now what? Ugh. Who knows? Last thing. <sighs> I want to talk about and mention, I guess I don't have too much to say on this, but I saw an article on Twitter that said podcast downloads overall are down 10% during all of this quarantine time. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was really interesting because last week I was talking about like, I feel like I'm falling behind in yeah. all of my stuff. I, I like I feel like I have more time, but I feel like I'm also falling be behind. And yeah, like I I have so many podcasts to catch up on and it's just like I don't understand. Like the last time this happened was Christmas when I literally wasn't listening to any podcast for mm -hmm. 2 weeks. I'm I I'm now like 2 weeks behind in stuff. And I don't know how that happened. <laughs> like, it's just like, huh? Well, I guess it's not just me then. Like, this is everyone. <laughs> I 
yeah, because I think podcasts so. are used for like, the you commute. know, yeah, the work, commute. Yeah, the uh, commute. When you're doing something, commute, exercise, things like that. I download a podcast for myself as a treat and I'd go drive around. I mean, something outside of, oh, this is a, a new release from this week. It's like, you know what, today I'm going to drive around. And I'm going to go back and I'm going to pull out this special favorite episode of mine. And I'm just going to play it for myself while I, I yeah. dr- take the scenic route to the mall and back in, in innocent times. Yeah. It's like I, I am also of the mindset of like, well, my boss can't really see me or just like walk by my desk so I can put something on tv while i work i can do that you know so i this like this is what i've been doing too because yeah. i i've been putting on a lot of dvd commentaries because i'm like oh i can now like i've got all these commentaries like i want to listen like i want to watch slash listen to but it's like right on the line where it's like i very rarely have like if i'm going to sit down in front of the tv i want to watch the tv and i'm not really going to watch a commentary i stockpile commentaries for when i have like oh i'm cleaning i'm frosting cookies for 2 hours or something like that and that's just never enough time to get to all these commentaries but i've been putting them on this week i got my little tv i've got two giant screens next to each other <laughs> i feel really spoiled be a part of it's because I'm just in this room by myself all day. Right. I only ever see my roommate. My roommate has a different schedule than mine. Like she wakes up at two o'clock. Oh, man, <laughs> so we don't have a lot of crossover. So I'm putting on the commentaries because I'm like, I need something to move. Like I need motion around me. Like I yeah. love the the company of having a podcast, but I want to put something on the television just so there's like an activity around me. Like there's something else I can look at. Something is moving. Mm-hmm. It's something about me. It's like, I have the TV on all the time. Cause I need to know that I am not the only active thing in the place. Yeah. Like I, I, we've been watching the venture brothers, uh, mm-hmm. for the review show. And I, I watched the final three episodes of season seven, uh, which is everything that's out right now right now while i was still technically working hmm. but it, it was just like well this is neat I, I guess there's you know i i can sit here and catch up on this and i don't need to listen to a podcast while i work so that's normally what i do and like yeah. how, I, how i can listen to so many of them because I, I i leave my my house at like 10 in the morning usually get to work uh, just before 11 uh and and then i i get home 6:30 maybe 7:30 depending on the day and if i go to the grocery store or or something but basically that whole time i'm listening to podcasts um, yes and and now i'm i'm just not as much like i'm trying to now mm-hmm. um and now i'm tr- trying to figure out what to do with my mornings i've been sleeping in and been uh-huh. like, well, i don't need to be at work till 11 so 10 55 here we go <laughs> oh, that's it's uh, living dangerously i still get up at like melissa sometimes i, I let edge. myself sleep in not seven but i will take a 7 30 if i feel like treating myself oh oh melissa be careful you're getting you're getting awfully <laughs> dangerous there <laughs> but no but like i i would normally wake up at like 9 20 mm-hmm. ish um and so i'm kind of wondering is like maybe i should start doing that anyways so i don't like screw up my sleep schedule and then just i don't know watch tv for an hour or, or, or so before yeah. before i do work or go do something else um so, who knows? Mm-hmm. Who knows? Weird times, <laughs> Melissa. <laughs> uh, I'm oh, gonna fade shit, away. I almost like fell a over painting. backwards again. <laughs> we can't. You have to fix that chair because we have I, enough dangers already. I don't want the end of Kyle to be like, and he fell down in a bad chair. <laughs> He died live on a podcast from <laughs> laughing. He fell back and killed himself. 
Dude, what am I gonna do? <laughs> the stream wouldn't end. It would just continue. No! <laughs> One of your roommates will hear you through the hear me through the headphones. I don't know. I mean, I I guess eventually someone would check on me if I like hadn't uh, come out of the room in a while. <laughs> Who knows? <sighs> call the university. Y yeah, my job would just be like, uh, hello, what's happening? You're not gonna believe this. Yeah, and you'll they'll they'll walk in and you'll be like, oh good, someone finally came. I've been here. <laughs> <laughs> Just looking at your legs up in the air. <laughs> Think of the followers you would get. What? That'd be wild. No, that I would yeah. get. Yeah, that you would get. <laughs> And this is how we get our movie deal, like Melissa. This is how we get our movie deal. <laughs> All right. I think that about wraps us up for this one. Uh, Melissa, where can the people find you on the internet? <laughs> you can find me. On Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit, that's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. Uh, and if I am still alive, you can find me at Yo Kyle Springer <laughs> on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, if you guys want to stay up to date with all of our shows, we are at The Whatnots on Twitter. Um, go like, share, subscribe, do all of that stuff. Uh, I have been trying to push twitch go follow us on twitch yeah. right now i think we are at like 37 or 38 followers on twitch and i'm hoping to get us up to 50 uh so mm -hmm. even if you cannot normally catch the live streams of the captain's log on friday nights we would appreciate the follow uh on on twitch your support uh would would help us out a ton mm -hmm. um, yeah so go do all of that stuff we already mentioned episode 100 of the review show. Go check that stuff out. It was a lot of fun. Uh, Crossplay is still trucking along with me and Ignacio. Uh, yeah. Go like, share, subscribe. Tell a friend. Tell a foe. Yeah. Go do all that stuff. S stay safe. Stay inside. In these circumstances, I hope you would have made up with a foe. Like, we gotta put foes behind us. Yeah. Go, go... Tell a frenemy. Okay, frenemies. <laughs> frenemies are fine, <laughs> permissible. That's good. Uh, but this has been episode ninety of the Captain's Long. We will be back next week. Uh, and I, yeah, I guess I should say I am actually going to be here next week. I was originally planning on true. not being here, um, but I, I will be here. So we'll be here doing our thing. Uh, hopefully internet is working out because we had to t t t take the stream yeah. down for this one. Uh, but yeah, we'll be here. Till then. Bye. Mm -hmm. Bye. <laughs>